Hey, what's up? And welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton, and today's episode is all about consistency. And the reason that today's episode is all about consistency is because if you've been following me this year, then you know that I got married this year. My business took off this year. I love and work at my nine to five still. So I am a busy freaking bee. And when you are a busy bee like me, sometimes our priorities around our self-care, fitness, health and wellness can get put to the back burner because all of these things that we have to do take priority, whether it's planning details for a wedding, or maybe you have kids, or maybe you have a really demanding job that just takes a lot of your time. And sometimes when this happens and life happens, we get out of that consistency. We get out of the groove of our habits. We get out of doing the things that we want to do or know we need to do to be the happiest we can be, to build the life that we want, to create the results that we are striving for. And today I want to share with you how I have been able to rebuild consistency over the last eight weeks and kind of restart and revamp, if you will, my entire fitness routine to allow me this space in this new phase of my life to create consistency despite what life brings, despite anything that happens, so that I can continue to get results and in turn so that you can continue to get results through these practices. And the reason that I want to share this is because I know for damn sure that I am not the only person who has ever had a goal, ever had a dream, gotten really into it, and then fizzled out, and then proceeded to get too busy. And then they recognize, oh man, I haven't done it in a while. And the shame starts, and the overwhelm, and the paralysis by analysis of, I haven't done this in so long. How do I even begin? How do I even start? Like, I don't understand. It's, I just feel so shitty. I don't even want to begin. Like, it feels so hard. I just can't get myself to do it. If this is you, this is where I was eight weeks ago. And I want to share with you some of the things that made it really helpful for me to start moving forward and to start rebuilding this consistency. So the first thing that you need to know is you need to understand the intention behind what it is that you're trying to create for yourself. For example, I knew that the reason that I was really trying to get back into the gym and to get back into my fitness routine was not necessarily just because I had gained weight prior to the wedding, but more because I did not like the way that I felt about myself, about my confidence levels, and about the way I fit into my clothes, and in turn, how I felt about my myself, right? And so I decided I need to get back into the gym. I need to start getting back into my routine, back into the consistency of it, because when I work out, I feel like a boss bitch. When I feel like a boss bitch, I feel confident. And when I feel confident, I show up for my family. I show up for my friends. I show up for myself. I show up for my business. I show up for my goals at a completely different level than neutral. And I know that you do too, because when you feel good about the things that you're doing, when you feel good about yourself doing the things that you're doing, you want to do more of it. And if you've been struggling with this and you struggle with motivation, the one thing I need you to understand is that motivation follows movement. This is going to start with you creating the consistency, even when it doesn't feel good, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's like really hard to do. And for me, what I had to learn is that the more that I anchored into why this was so important and what the real reasoning was, I was able to 
bypass some of the resistance, bypass some of the overwhelm that I was feeling about how far away I was by simply reminding myself that if I don't start now, when will I? Because day one is always going to be day one. But you can't have day 10 without having day one. And you can't have day 30 without having day 10. You have to start somewhere. And it starts with just recognizing and anchoring into the deep why of why you're doing this. Now, the second thing that is really important to remember is that you really, and I mean really, need to make this as much about repetition as possible and ditch perfectionism as much as you possibly can. Like, I cannot stress this enough. If you have high expectations, like extremely high expectations of your performance, starting out a new habit, starting a new consistency, then you are setting yourself up for failure because you can't perform at a super high level if you haven't been doing it. You can't expect someone who has never put on a pair of tennis shoes to go out and run a 26 mile race. It's not possible. You have to be willing to be bad. You have to be willing to make mistakes. You have to be willing to do it imperfectly, to get it fucked up and adjust and adapt, to get to the point of having it perfect, to get to the point of making it consistent. But consistency compounds because of repetition, not perfection. So if you can remove and and identify where you're having the expectations around your performance and start to adapt them to be more realistic to where you're currently at and focus on your development and building more than you're focusing on the result and the perfection, the resistance you're feeling, the overwhelm, the intimidation of distance between where you are and where you're going won't be able to touch you the same way it's doing right now because you're recognizing that yes and acknowledging yes I'm not perfect and yes I'm not doing I'm at day one and it's okay for me to be at day one because it means that I'm one step closer to the repetition to the compounded consistency to the results that I want and really anchoring in that while yes there is so much space for you to get to where you want to go you still have to run the race right if you can you can see an entire staircase and still have to walk up every single stair to get to the top when you are building consistency these are the steps it's step by step by step putting one foot in front of the other consistency consistently to get there and you can do that by taking your focus off of how you're performing and focusing more on if you're performing. Like, I can't stress that enough. Stop focusing on how well and start focusing on if. Not, oh my gosh, how well did I do? Da, 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 da. It wasn't perfect, da, da, da. but I did it. And that's what fucking matters. Allow done to be good enough. Now, the second thing is, or third thing, because the second thing was to keep it focused on repetition, is to make it fun for yourself. Okay, I can't stress enough that if you fucking hate running, don't fucking run. Okay, just don't. There's a million ways for you to lose weight. You do not need to run. There's a million ways to make money. You don't have to do something you hate. There's a million meals that you can cook that are healthy. You don't constantly have to eat chicken, veggies, and rice. Like you have way more variety, way more control, way more authority and autonomy over your process. If you don't like what you're doing, stop doing it. Find what works for you. 
and do that. Because I promise you that the more that you lean into the things that work for you instead of away from them and into things that don't make any sense, but you feel like you should do, that's what's holding you up. Is it so out of alignment with what feels good for you and what you actually want to be doing that your brain is literally like, I don't want to fucking do this, but you're out here being like, drill sergeant, we have to. It's not going to work. You have to be in line with what it is that you're building. And yes, I know, I know you're probably like, well, I'm not going to feel motivated all the time. I'm not going to want to do it all the time. So like, what does that mean that I just don't like it? And then I just stop. Yes. Okay. I hear you, but we need to remember that there is a difference between not wanting and create, not wanting to do something that you do enjoy doing and know will actually help you. That's uncomfortable and straight up hating something. That's the difference. I hate running. I don't run. I fucking hate it. <laughs> like I hate it. I say it almost every podcast episode. Literally, if you listen to any of them talking about exercise, I'll tell you, I hate it. But for me, I love hiking. I, there is something about the fresh air being out in nature, getting up to that view, seeing the fucking top of the mountain that I climbed to and being like, look how beautiful what I've created. Look at how beautiful this is. Look how beautiful what I've created is. And for me, I lost 60 plus pounds and have held it, kept it off for a decade because I love to lift weights. I love feeling like a strong ass bitch. I love to hike because I love being connected to nature and I love the view. And I fucking hate running. So why would I ever spend my time doing it? Because I'm not going to get consistent in it. I don't want to. I don't like it. So I'm not going to do it. And yes, there is a little bit that I know there's some people out there being like, you should do stuff you don't like because that makes you grow. So does doing the things you like and just being more intentional, being more passionate, being more consistent. There is challenge everywhere. It's whether or not you're willing to look for it. You do not have to challenge yourself in a way that makes you absolutely miserable. If you want to build consistency, you want to build results that last, you want to build something into your life for long term, you need to fucking like it because it's not going anywhere. So when you look at the things that you're trying to build consistency and maybe it's habits, routines, whatever, I want you to ask yourself, do I still want to be doing this exact thing in five years from now, 10 years from now? And if not, what could get you the same result that you would love to be doing in five years from now, in 10 years from now? Because there is always the perspective shift that you can make. It's just whether or not you're willing to ask yourself the question. And today I'm challenging you to ask that question. So if you need to pause that journal it out real quick, do it. But for the rest of us, we're going to keep moving because this is important shit. So if you want something to last in your life, if you want it to be sustainable, you have to actually Truly enjoy the challenge. Truly enjoy the activity. Truly enjoy the intentions behind it. Because if you don't, it's not going to last. If you try, and I'm sure if you've ever watched like a toddler, right? They have those little, it's like the shape, like board. And you try to, there's like a triangle and it's green. You put the triangle thing there. And then if it's a square, you put the square peg there, right? And babies, if you watch them, they will just keep trying to take that triangle and just shove it into the square and just try to make it work as much as they can. And they'll force that shit. And sometimes every now and again, they'll get it. They'll fit that triangle into a square, but you know what means, what it, what it looks like to an adult that's going to pop right back out because it doesn't fit. It's not going to last because it doesn't fit. If you are a square and you have triangle habits that you're trying to build, 
they're not going to be sustainable for you. They're not going to be workable for you. This is the concept. It's genuinely looking at it and saying, if I don't like it and if it doesn't fit for me, I don't have to do it. It doesn't work. And allowing that to be okay so that you can, instead of feeling ashamed that you don't miss, maybe like the same things or work out the same way someone else does, giving yourself permission to say, that's okay. And going, but what does work for me? Because someone who is super into like, what is it? Like someone who's like super, super, super into video games is absolutely not going to be down to go and watch a jazz concert with zero anything else going on, right? Like they might like jazz music. They might be okay with jazz music, but they're not going to be like, you know, I feel like giving up my video games for jazz. Like that's not going to happen. But if you were to say there's a, there's a live video game thing and they're playing music in the background live to this video game, then the person's going to be like, sign me the fuck up. Let's fucking go. Where do I, where is my ticket? right? Because it actually aligns with them. It actually fits with the things that they like, that fits with the things that they do. And when you want to build consistency, you have to find a way to create this within your own consistency, within your own domain, within your own things. But when you can, and you prioritize accordingly, you can then start to have consistency in several different areas of your life because you make it and, and this is going to be the, the kind of fourth tip is make it who you are, not what you do. Make it that you are a consistent person, not that you do things consistently. You are a consistent person. So what does a, con- a consistent person do? Activities consistently. What does people doing things consistently do? Okay. It, it's doing it, but like, It doesn't mean that you yourself are consistent because everyone can build a one-off habit. Everyone can go to the gym for 30 days straight. But if you're not the person who is consistent in the gym because you believe you to be a consistent person in the gym, you will not be a consistent person in the gym because it all starts with you. Everything outside of you is a mere reflection of your internal state. If you are seeing your inability to be consistent in friendships and the way you react to things and your fitness and routines. I hate to break it to you, babe. You're not consistent. You are not a consistent person. It starts with your identity that then stems and, and creates the habits, the actions, the consistency, the beliefs. So you have to start with, what do I believe? Do I believe myself to be a consistent person? And if I do believe myself to be a consistent person, what does that consistency actually look like for me? And what are the expectations that I have around that? And what are the beliefs that are underneath that are making me be this consistent, right? Getting really clear on these things, because if you don't make it an actual part of who you are, just like that triangle, it's going to pop out. It's not going to last and you're not going to be consistent. So for me, I know that I've gotten into the tips here, but I want to kind of circle back a little bit to my story because I told you that in the last eight weeks, I have been really trying to build my consistency back up. And I want to share with you exactly what I've been doing to do so. So I know, believe, and trust myself to be a consistent person. Like consistency is not a struggle for me. It's something that I used to have a struggle with. Not anymore. I'm very much anchored into that I am a consistent person and my results show for themselves. That is very clear. However, because I had gotten away from my consistency in the gym, 
the, con the confidence that I felt around my consistency in the gym was a little bit faltered. And so I was talking to my mentor about this and I was saying how I've been really trying to do a different morning routine, but I just couldn't get myself to get up. And she goes, just do it for five minutes, like, or not five minutes. She goes, do it for five days. I just want you to start on Monday and I just want you to commit to five days of doing it. And I was like, all right, I can do that. Like five days. Okay, cool. Like, I'll just, I'll just try it. Like, why not? It's been eight weeks, y'all. Okay. And here is why it has been eight weeks and not just those five days. I took the pressure off of my perfectionism and said, I'm just going to try this for five days. I'm not going to put a parameter on getting it perfect for 30 days or getting it perfect for two months or getting it perfect for, and, and making sure that I'm doing it. It was, let me just show up for myself for the next five days. And when I brought in my perspective and, and really started to look down at, at the exact situation I was in, it made me realize that it really is so much about these daily moments, these daily decisions. And I started to, you know, pull out the habit tracker again. And I started checking off the boxes and I started to build the repetition again for that five days of, did I do the things that I said I was going to do for myself? Whether, it, and not perfectly, but did I do it? Was it even five minutes? Did I even like go in that direction and, and put the shoes on and go for it? Like, did, did I do what I set out to do? And I focused on that. And it's been eight weeks, okay? And I want to share this with you because I want to give you some, some clarity and perspective on habits is habits take longer than just 30 days to, to really form. They take more like 60, which is about eight weeks. And right as I'm hitting this point, I'm already finding myself wanting to turn up the consistency, wanting to turn up the intensity. And the reason why is because now that the habit is built, my natural instinct, as everyone's is, is to gamify the experience. Okay, I did this. How can I do it better? Okay, I did this. How can I do it more intense? Okay, I did this. Now how, now how heavy can I lift? Now how much can I do? Now how much can I create, right? When you have the established foundation done, it is so much easier to build beauty upon it. But if you are constantly trying to build beauty upon a quicksand of foundation that is constantly stopping and starting, stopping and starting, that is why the consistency habit can't be built because you're trying to build on sand instead of cement. Cement foundations come from the repetition, from showing up daily, from just doing it to the point that your body starts going, okay, we need to do it. Okay, now we can do it and this is easy. Let's toughen it up a little bit. So the, the tips that I have for you around consistency are really going to be rooted in these few things because these are the things that have actually genuinely helped not only me in my fitness journey, but helped my clients in their fitness journeys, in their relationships, in their money, in their, in their love. All of these things stem from who you are as a person. Are you consistent or not? And is the 3D reality and is the way that you are showing up in the world in alignment with the consistent person that you are or not? Because if you're wondering why you keep fizzling and fizzling in and fizzling out, why you keep wondering why you get overwhelmed and why you get paralysis by now. So if you keep wondering why you keep fizzling out and you just can't seem to get your shit together, it's because you have so much pressure right now on yourself to be consistent and to be perfect in this consistency and have such a high expectation in your performance that you're not able to actually pull your vision back to yourself, look down and recognize that even if you did it all perfectly, you would still have to do it for the time. Focus on the moments, focus on the micro decisions, focus on the repetition for eight weeks. 
get yourself going, get yourself motivated, reminding yourself daily, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I know that I can't see it yet, but I'm on the right track. This is the way to get there. Because whatever it is, whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is that you want, consistency is the path to get there in some form or another. It does not matter. It has to be here in your beliefs, in your actions, in your intentions, in your results, in the way that you show up to create the life that you want. And if you want to build consistency, it starts with you becoming that consistent person. So I want to leave you with a question that I want you to journal on this week, which is what does consistency look like for me currently? And how does it need to shift in order to make it easier for me? Because once you can get clear on those two questions, you can really start to put this into practice for yourself. You can start to look at where it is that you need to shift your perspective and then how you can start to build consistency in a way that's more in alignment with where you're actually going. So those are my two questions that I'm going to leave you with this week. And as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you the same way I always leave you, which is that I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm so excited for you about who you are, who you're becoming and what you're creating. And I will talk to you next week.